This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. March 25th, 1949. News from New York. The State Board of Education would be sued if it didn't agree to remove two books from the curriculum because of a charge that they were anti-Semitic. The former city magistrate, Joseph Goldstein, says he'll sue the board in the next few days if it doesn't remove the books. One's a novel, one's a play. That's because they're anti-Semitic, he says, and they cause irreparable harm to children who read them. The books? Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens and The Merchant of Venice by William Shakespeare. Joseph Goldstein, the lawyer bringing the suit, had gotten his name in the papers before. He'd been instrumental in the firing of Bertrand Russell from a teaching job at City College of New York in 1940. The British philosopher had been accused of being morally unfit. He'd written a book called Marriage and Morals that argued that Victorian ideas about sex and marriage were outdated. One of Albert Einstein's most famous quotes came from that controversy. In a letter he wrote in support of Russell, Einstein said, Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. Whether the mind of the litigious Joseph Goldstein was mediocre or not is a question for another day, but he didn't win his case against Oliver Twist and the Merchant of Venice. In October, the court would rule in favor of keeping them in the curriculum. The ruling noted that while both works had negative portrayals of a Jewish character, they weren't written with the intent of doing harm to Jews. On top of that, teachers in the New York schools were required to explain to students that the characters, Fagin in Oliver Twist, Shylock in The Merchant of Venice, were not intended nor were they meant to be regarded as typical of any race or national group. A different kind of book was coming out of the House Un-American Activities Committee. The book was a pamphlet called Spotlight on Spies. It said there were thousands of Russian agents and American spies operating in the United States, and that if a crisis should arise, there would be 825,000 people working against America from within as traitors, spies, or saboteurs. The committee's estimate, 825,000 possible bad guys, came from some pretty slick math. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover had said there were 74,000 members of the Communist Party in the United States, and the Communists themselves like to say that for every member of the party, there were 10 more ready, willing, and able to do its work. So the House Committee added Hoover's 74,000 Communists to their claimed 740,000 followers, rounded up a little, and came up with 825,000. The FBI, the military, and the intelligence services urged patriotic Americans to be on the alert and report all suspicious activities to them or to the local police. In other words, if you see something, say something. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. 
For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.